All right. Welcome back to Chill Deficient Podcast. You have your hosts here, Irma, D, and Rob. What's up, y'all? We back, we back, we back. It feel like forever, though. But we back. Yeah, Look, it's only been it two weeks. You guys just miss us the so much. longest two weeks. They Lord. Do. They like, do. Shout out to the people asking, when y'all posting the next podcast? I'm like, it's about to come out Tuesday. Yeah. So, <laughs> bless your heart. Right. My granddaddy was saying. <laughs> But yeah, so how's everyone pretty much been doing for the most part from the last, you know, two weeks, burning up in this sun, enjoying the weather? What's good? Look, enjoying it and then also like regretting it. Because oh. Even though we were just we were just asking for warmer weather, but we didn't say like burn it. We're like, we right. just said add a little more spice. A little bit. Right. Just a little bit. We didn't ask for 95 degree weather. Oh my God. No, we didn't. Now I'm thinking about our freaking chat. Talking about, I would have been like, I'm not picking this cotton no more. Look, um, we, what was it we said? Um, if we existed back then or something like that, there is like, I said I would have gave Mass a headache telling him what I ain't gonna do. We'll do right, right. <laughs> you just go ahead and beat me. I know my back's still wrong right. From just go two ahead and beat ago, me because I ain't gonna pick this cotton. Jesus Christ! It is really not funny to joke about that. It's not, it's, but it's been that hot, <laughs> Bobby. It is a it is oppressive. It's a it's oppressive heat. You know, we're not trying to make light of our ancestors' at suffrage, all. but at all. I'm glad we go to video. Oh my god. <laughs> trying to make light of it but i know we had some defiant ancestors that were over that shit okay how you think defiance trickled down through generations Thank low key you. if you got vinegar. a difficult f- family member i'm pretty sure they great 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 grandmother was like nah <laughs> period pissing in, no. piss in their oatmeal <laughs> i got something massive today oh my what the hell i got something my for you shit <laughs> right like no. making people chocolate pies they ain't chocolate hey. um but mm, yeah <laughs> outside of that and us burning up <laughs> what else y'all got going on for real? no it was definitely hot it was definitely hot as hell I, I did a um a ruck which is basically my dumb ass took a backpack with weights in it no went to the national mall refuse it and then Went around that joint for at least three, four miles. Rebuke it. Just because you it felt like a fun thing to do. You thought you were Captain America on the left. And the heat <laughs> at that, yo. At that. So I had like a headband on to make sure I was straight to like keep the heat out. But you know, I only, only died once. But look, what had to happen was Mm-mm. after I felt like, the, like I felt like a beast. After you finish something like that, you finish a gallon of water, which I broke me. But you feel good afterwards. Well, other than that, that heat was, it was no hope. So other than that, you know, <laughs> it was on. Uh, just glad you're still cool. here with us and you didn't evaporate. Right. Bobby likes torture. You yeah, doing Murphs, you doing rucks, what else? Yeah, man. I mean, it's good for it's it sounds weird, but it's good for the mental. Like you go, you do something like that, your brain is like, what else can I do? I got you. Mm-hmm. I got yeah. you. You feel you feel invincible. You actually really thought you were Captain America. You said, <laughs> let me go <laughs> dun, 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 dun. get my vibranium shield and go, you nah, know. Nah, I seen I seen that. What's the joint when it when uh the new one came out and I got Sam Sam now, the black Captain America? Oh, oh I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, that joint. Oh man. Is it good? On. It's like, good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Recommend. We leave it, it at that. It, yeah. It has its moments. Winter soldiers oh, in there. Man. Okay. Yeah. There's a point where I had a black Captain America in that joint and they did him dirty. Dirt. Oh, so, yeah. watch it. Yeah. No, we're not going to give away any more spoilers. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm done. I'm not. Wait, done. are we allowed to talk about Doctor Strange? Maybe we hit on that a teeny bit later. But um, I feel Bobby, though, in the whole working out thing. I've been doing yeah. the same thing. I've been getting it in. Yeah. And tired. Good. Tired. Yeah. When you're tired, yeah. you can't get into trouble. That's right. That. <laughs> Your That's parents right. knew what they were like. Yeah, right. go going there, outside. Go, go to church, come back, and go to school. Right. You know, the workout's been whipping my ass, and no, I'm fine. tired. I love it. 
he over here saying this because he's technically my fitness accountability person. I love it. It's good. So it's good for you. It's, it's, I'm it over is. here dying. He talking about good work, D. No, yeah. no. I'm, I'm, I mean, good job. He's good oh at his job, and for any job he puts his mind to, he's good at it. So if you want an accountability partner, it's wrong. Like he'll shame you into working out. Like, okay. hey, 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 cool. It happens. I accept that. Yeah. So I've been getting to workouts and whatnot. So I understand the feeling invincible thing because I think I texted y'all one time. I was like, "Yo, I left the gym once, and I feel like smacking niggas." Because I, because right. I guess your adrenaline, it doesn't like come down be up there. So comes, I'm like, ah. yeah, it takes time to come down. <laughs> But no, yeah. that's what so yeah. I've been doing. If y'all see D lead a gym, <laughs> stay the f- <laughs> stay the fuck away from her. her oh my god, give her half an hour Move. before you talk to her. Trick, get out the way. Right, <laughs> but that's what I've been doing. Working on some writing stuff. What else? Okay, okay. Family members, communicating with them, making sure they're straight for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's important, especially during these recession streets. Yes. yes. I spoke to my grandma yesterday. My plant is dying. That's the update. My big Bertha, because that's the new name that one of my friends gave it. Okay. Um, she She's dying. I don't know what went wrong. My grandma don't know what went wrong, but she told me just to chop it and just replace it with something else. Is it the heat? I she mean, doesn't think the roots, um, like, Plant it itself in the dirt itself, cause yeah, plant in the, stuff in the yeah. soil. Botany. Um, yeah. So she was like, "Well, just go ahead and chop it down, and we'll figure out what we're gonna put in there next." And I'm like, "Thank you." But my other flower did bloom. Which one? Uh, the pink one right there. It's actually it. called an Asiatic mm-hmm. Lily. Um, that bloomed. Okay. The other one is doing pretty good. I need to put Aya in a new pot because it's outgrowing its pot, and my tomatoes ain't growing yet. But I was told they won't show up until like almost August. This is big red. Mm-hmm. Mm. But other than that, it's healthy. <laughs> but that's, that's me being a plant parent is working out. You so. have uh, <clears throat> wonderful fall vegetables then. I yes. guess so. That's fine. But that's my thing. That's, and going to the pool. That's, that's about it. That's oh, yeah. life. Okay. You are literally trying to plant some things and make them grow if, literally and figuratively. Okay. Sure. True. That is, yes. that is life. That's how it works. It's been okay. a lot on the plate, taking un- meetings and stuff. But I, go ahead. I understand that. <laughs> you said taking meetings. Yes. What kind of meetings? What we just discussed about before. We have good stuff in store for the next coming year. Coming year. Oh, so yeah. so yeah, can't yeah. talk about it just yet. Just but business, business moves. Business, business moves be working. Good things be happening. Yeah. Well, yeah. Forward minding. <laughs> it's also put, very tiring. <laughs> I mean, but if you build it, they will grow. It right. was not, you know, built in one day. It's facts. So that's been fun. Like, let me go to my regular job. Let me do this as my side job. Let me go to the gym. Let me sleep when I can. Adulthood. Jamaican. But I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, that's that's life. That's, that's, that's what right. we do now. That's what we do now, y'all. Work so. working in that balance, that work uh, play balance, mm-hmm. is also you know a key to adulthood and also I think thriving because working all the time that's not that's because think about it if you work from the time you're 20 to the time that you're 16, 16. Okay, look David said excuse me 20 y'all been lucky she 16. said I've been working 16. since I I've been working since I could walk right look 16 okay mm. you working from the time you're 16 till you're 66 for, for example that's 50 years of your life I'm that's, working so hard so I ain't got to do that now that's majority <laughs> of your life you don't Thanks. like that's that's not something that is sustainable i know you know for previous generations and influ- influence 
encouraged that and influenced right. it. But I'm like, no, we don't have to. We don't have to. You don't have to live At like all. this. Nope. Cause We're, realistically, thinking about it, mm-hmm. check this out. Mm-hmm. So I thought about this the other day. I was like, dang, I've been working since I am was 16 mm-hmm. I'm about to turn 32 that's half your life that's half my life already what mm-hmm. like to me that's the craziest thing like have it and having multiple jobs yeah and then going through college and then being where I'm at right now to look back on that is just like this is crazy but I mean that's growth as a person mm-hmm. but it's just when you think about it in my mind it kind of fucks you up like I've been working this long damn no wonder why I'm tired at 32 I shouldn't have to feel like this right and like and that's real generation looking at you no that's normal you just um you just our parents like- generation yes yeah they would definitely tell us that it's normal but I'm like yeah, it's normal for them yeah, yeah. and it shouldn't have had to be normal for us either but that's, that's neither here nor there to. it's not like it, it should <laughs> yeah, be like yeah, that yeah. it's just what they're accustomed to like yeah. if you get to a certain point of like all right you get into a field you work Talk to my folks about retirement. I'm talking about retirement since high school, y'all. So um, <laughs> I said, I get that. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna be the worst Jamaican ever. I'm like, I'm finna get out of this game quick. Look, quick. It's so, the fastest way to do to get through. Right. This means I don't like it here. It's yeah, complicated. No, no. How we get out of here quickly? No, we gotta get out of here quick. Cause you want to have your mobility. You want to have your brain. You want to have like time to yourself when you finish actually, work and actually have time to live your life. Your youth actually enjoy yeah that's why sports players you gotta get out before you get brain dead or like mush Wow. because if you go and you break all your bones Mm -hmm. like if you go into like a sport like play football you go into a sport like football and then um you come out of that and you brain dead you can't even spend the money no more like you you, you spending on hospital bills now like Mm -hmm. pretty much damn for real for real therapy rehab all that stuff right it's not just get back normal you know that don't sound like a vibe. I mean, <laughs> like, like, save my money. Let me save this. That's right. Yeah. Uh, start a business like the first billionaire um, act that's uh, oh, active NBA player. LeBron. Le- LeBron he got his James. billionaire status. Indeed. Yes, indeed. So yeah. one of the many good things to come out of this week. Yeah. So Irma, what you got, though? Uh, I am just navigating the space, that post-grad space of enjoy like, it. enjoy, <laughs> en- like the enjoyment of not having to do shit and all, uh, or not having to, to write a paper Welcome. and like having that realization and also like not trying to panic, like what the F do I do now? What the frick do I do now? Yeah. Mm. What the flutter nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> What's what? a flutter nugget? I don't know, you lint liquor. I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> flutter nugget. I'm going to have to write that one down. I don't right. know. Yeah, like That's how confused my brain is. I don't know how to process stuff. I don't, I don't you know. You have freedom. That's why I said enjoy Maybe that's it. scary. That's the scary part. I mean, you get a little bit more as you get older. Somewhat, depending on how you think about it. Hope, I mean, but, hopefully. I mean, I could be tied down with a husband and kids by now. And that's no insult to people that got husband kids. But you know what we mean. But you know (laughs) but you you do have less freedom, let us be honest. That is not a judgment on anybody, but you do have less freedom because you have obligations. Right. That's what I meant by that. Responsibility how Tommy said Responsibility. Responsibility is not that bad though. I would I would I would have them if I could. It'd be awesome. I mean, I just want to make a little bit more money before I gotta tell somebody to sit down. Not sit Please. down, but sat down. Yes. You told them to the past tense. Well, never mind. Nope. Sat down. Don't worry about it. It's the reason why I said that. You way. got it. You got uh, it. Um, <laughs> no problems. That's all right. But maybe I will um, have a 
husband and kids soon, and then you can come see your nieces and nephews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come tell them to sit down. Get them to sit down. Yep, that's what you tell them. I'm really about to just move towards being an auntie who tricks off on their nieces and nephews. <laughs> I'm for real. Like, what you need? What your parents didn't get you? Like, All right, but yeah, here. yeah, buy them you that shit. Watch like, them back to school clothes. Right, here's fifty dollars. Go buy some. These ain't you can't buy no J's with these, Auntie. That's fine. Ask your daddy for the money. He'll buy them for you since he got a whole collection. <laughs> That's a shout out to somebody. Ooh, I anyway, ex- I accept all the stuff that I couldn't afford beforehand that I'm buying now. I, I, I love the kids when I have them, but for right now, fuck them. So when I oh. have them, I would I would love to share them with shit. Oh my god! But for right now, nah, man. They're gonna hate listening to us. They be like, mm hmm. Y'all don't like they, kids. Wait till they get. That's what they don't say. No, they're like, wait, <laughs> wait till they. They don't know anything about what they talk about. Wait till they be in this situation. I'm like, you guys are absolutely right. Oh yeah, my god! I'll accept all right. consequence, consequence, consequence. Mm-hmm. I don't is it, is it, is it, the running around. Yeah. Options of my consequences. Consequence. <laughs> Chasing after me. Oh my I will god. accept all my consequences. Oh okay. yeah, I'll take them all. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So. Normally, this is the segment where we kind of go into current events, but honestly, because of everything that's been going on, uh, me personally, I can only speak for myself. I'm over everything that's been going on since I feel like every this is the third podcast we've done where a shooting has occurred beforehand. Mm. Um, and I'm to the point where I'm tired of gun violence in America to the point where I can't even focus on anything else that's really going on in America right now because that is all over the news. Usually we sit down and talk to y'all about celebrity stuff, about government stuff. Um, they can't even get it together to figure out what's going on with gun control. I just pray for all the victims of Uvalde from um, now Philly, because that happened last night. And just so you know, this is the 5th of June, 2022. Um, mm. So we got Philly, Uvalde. Um, what was it in New York? What what part of New York was that? I don't even remember now. I'm, I am. Was not, it Rochester? I am not, um, not sure. But um, yeah, I'm just totally over gun violence, and I wish people would stop senselessly killing people. Oh, and Oklahoma now too, because the guy who shot the doctor at the hospital. So now, yeah, I'm just over it. I'm tired of having to worry about family members and friends who are teachers and then having to worry about my younger cousins who go to school and worrying about if they're going to come back home. It's a lot. And then two, and I don't know if you guys have felt this way with everything that's going on, especially what happened in New York. But for me, it's like, is it safe to go anywhere anymore being a black person? Cause you could just get targeted for existing for being black. I mean, and it's scary and now I kind of do watch my surroundings a little bit more to see if I see anything that's different or seems like it's off and I personally do not like that so uh, I can't help but to agree it is terrifying mm-hmm. and I am you know appreciate you bringing up this difficult topic and speaking about it from personal perspective because we don't even I don't I don't think we always take a moment to to realize like how things like that have affected us you're saying that you've become more hyper vigilant right in your surroundings Mm -hmm. and observing micro uh, behaviors even more Mm -hmm. and this is something that you know we were we've discussed previously microaggressions and, and, and smaller behaviors that aren't necessarily overt, but now things are becoming more overt. And I think it, 
is also reminiscent of a different time in this country where black people had to also be hyper vigilant most mm-hmm, of the time right. and be aware of our actions and how they're perceived by other people and then what the consequences of those actions are. We thought that we were in a time where where we would be past that, but it seems like it's cycled back and it's made an, another rev- revolution, you know, and it's it's unfortunate that children have to pay the price now, you know, right. even though, I mean, not now, but, you know, firsthand. Like, they should be a protected class of right. humans. And then, too, you got to realize we, literally us, we're the generation where, like, from as young as we probably can remember, there has always been some type of either domestic terrorist, terrorism action or school shooting that has happened because 95 was McVeigh in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City bombing. Then if you exclude that from gun violence. Um, Columbine. Yeah, Columbine is the next thing. You got mm-hmm. Columbine. I remember, I think, the UVA shooting that happened. Um, what else happened in between there? It's many a, a more. Multitude, yeah, multitude. it's many more, but it's still, like, ridiculous Absolutely. that it happens. And it's disturbing that it keeps happening. Yeah. And, and then, too. The increase, the volume. There are 233 mass shootings that have happened Yes, in just six months' time. <laughs> So that in itself is disturbing. But then, too, I think about it like, okay, well, I'm not opposed to people having guns. I want to be a gun owner myself. Something I think I've even spoken about on the podcast. Um, I'm not opposed to having guns. My thing about it is it's the type of gun that people have. Why do you need an AR-15? Why do you need a combat weapon to just have for the sake of having i understand there's people who hunt because there are people in my family that hunt so i understand having guns for that and ammunition for that but to have an actual combat weapon is something that i don't think should be in the hands of anybody it's all about marketing um i think right and i know different laws have different states about what you can and can't have in regards to ammunition and types of guns and stuff like that but it's a very tough subject even though the youngest um Going to like KB Toys, Toys R Us, stuff like that. My dad said, I'm not buying you no guns. You mm-hmm. can have all the action figures Same. you want. You can have all the G.I. Joes and all that other crap you want, but no guns. Right. So, out of defiance, um, when I had enough money, I bought the biggest super soak I could. <laughs> that beating was hellacious. Let me tell oh you something. My gosh. Oh, God. Not only did I take the gun back, I took it back hopping. I said, I don't need this anymore. But oh as you go and you get older, you realize, like, all right. I don't want that in my house, as my mm-hmm. father would say. I don't mm-hmm. want that near you. I don't want to like even condone you with it. I don't want that in your thought process. Mm-hmm. But then you get into these levels of life where people using them all like uh, crazy mm-hmm. and just using them and going and mass shooting people up. And I'm like, all right, Pop, like, what you want to do? And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I've told you when you were younger. And the fact that you need them now is uh, depressing. Mm-hmm. The it's- fact that my dad, as a 65, 66 this year, year old happy-go-lucky man is depressed that's a damn it's a mm-hmm. deep issue mm, it really is and, yeah. it, it, I, and i don't think anyone can be unaffected by it yeah. right it, it affects all walk of life like my upbringing was also very similar like no guns in the house yeah and that taint that night didn't taint me it it influenced the way i looked at guns and i was also very much like no guns no guns until i realized like a gun is a tool mm-hmm. it is a tool just like anything else it is a tool that is that you know is specifically used for 
destruction mm-hmm. right. and you have to educate yourself on it and on what its purpose is. And I think in educating yourself, you can make an informed decision. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I agree with Deirdre. Like, why do you need an assault rifle? You say people's um, argument is that it's for your defense, but what are you defending yourself against? And right. I think it's it's definitely a propaganda or an advertisement tool that's saying you need to get this weapon to defend yourself against these people, this invisible army mm-hmm. um, of uh, or these specific enemies. So they create an enemy that looks like us right. in people's minds or some shadow person. That they want to destroy with an assault, assault weapon, and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't and they make try to blame sense. it. They try to blame some of this on mental health issues. And at the point right now, we'll never know with Uvalde because apparently the shooter is dead. And then I want to say that I think that's what they're trying to blame the shooting that happened. It was in Buffalo, mm. Buffalo, um, mm-hmm. New York. Yes, yes. They're the trying to say store, that the yes. shooter, um, that that was a mental health thing. But I mean, he literally had the N word written on the, the, the stock of his gun. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so part of it is it mental health. It's the other part of it, right? Supremacy. You don't, I don't, you can't say you don't know when sometimes it's blatantly in front of your face because no. I mean it's written on the and those things, the don't, stock of a gun. Those things don't have to be <clears throat> separate though, they can be right together. So I agree with that as well, too. Yeah. Um, same thing with the guy in the hospital who shot somebody, well, he shot the the um surgeon that gave him back surgery, like that was a little bit unhinged, I mean, um, in itself. Yeah stories are, are still developing the 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 moral of the story regardless of how you feel about guns um is to one educate yourself two don't fall into like the propaganda of it and three right. like um just make good decisions you know right. f- figure out better ways to deal with your stress don't make it other people's problems right seek therapy if you can if you want period. to because that's another thing too you can lead a horse to water you can't make a drink yeah. so, um so yeah other than that the world needs more love and that less hate. too so what these, is the world is burning so, i feel like it is ukraine is still on fire they so, over there they 20 percent occupied i seen that on the news the other day too so what do we do what do you do what do we Biden, do i don't think he cares what what what, what, <laughs> like, what, what do you I'm just like how do you propose you where, where do you run where do you run no where do you run to like what are your like outlets outlets what are your coping mechanisms because that's what we, i think because people are hearing about these things from so many different um avenues and and you know i'm to reports. the point where i don't even watch the news anymore okay because i can't it's like the same thing over and over again if it's not one thing it's another even from a, a local level it's always something that's going on here in dc maryland or virginia and it's just like mm-hmm. what because the gun violence itself in dc right now is off the chain mm-hmm. and it's kids that's also dying and it's grown-ass adults that's also firing around kids which i don't understand which is pissing me off as well too like I get having beef with somebody, but it don't ever require having to take a gun out to shoot somebody in order to get your point across. It's a, and I'm going to say this, and I really don't care how I come across. There's a lot of bitch-made niggas out here. You're going to pull a gun on somebody, you can't talk to somebody face-to-face. Like, for real. And that's when I'm really pissed off about the whole situation in D.C. It's like, y'all, wow. Like, really? That's some punk-ass behavior. For I mean, real. if you're conditioned to only know that behavior... So that's my thing. Like, let's find better ways right. to deal with our problems. Conflict resolution. People are like, oh, no. Like, that's no, that's not bitch made. That's not being, you're not 
I'm just using your term again because oh, I like fine. it so much. You know, not using a gun <laughs> isn't being bitch made. It is how you use it. It is emotional or, maturity. Yeah. It is it is logical. It is you know how we relate to other humans. Mm. Being resolving to violence and using weapons is something that was inf- that was taught to people by you know right colonialism right coming in and taking what you want and bullying people into doing the things you want right that would that is not something that is of a natural people that is not something that is holistic it doesn't feel good mm-hmm. you know it doesn't feel good when you're doing it mm-hmm. why do it right think about that <sighs> very true very true. Deirdre don't like y'all pulling out guns on people, right? Right. Put like, your guns what away. The fuck? Like any type of violence at this point. And that's why I'm sitting here. Like literally, I'll say this much too. Cause it's something that I'm noticing. Cause yeah, I do use social media and yes, I am on black Twitter. Like mm. it's 50 million other things out here going on in the world and going on in the world and people just arguing about stupid shit. Mm. Like mm-hmm. Irrele- yesterday, irrelevant shit. yeah, and mm-hmm. it's dumb, especially between black people. Like yesterday, I watched one of my friends basically get annihilated because he said that he works two jobs and can barely afford rent and put yeah. gas in his freaking vehicle. It's hard on him. And people like really try to destroy him. Like, oh, you broke ass nigga, da da da. Why you? What you doing with your money? X Y Z. And then he's talking about the economy and inflation. So he had a point to prove what he was saying. Mm. Like he's doing what he needs to do to live, but. Clearly, it's not enough. And he's not the only person right now that's going through that. So you got kids getting shot in school, kids getting shot on the street, old people getting shot in the grocery store. Mm. People getting shot in their churches. On churches, we on the brink of World War III, for real, for real. Uh, Babies ain't got no formula. Gas is high as hell. And this is the first thing you want to think about and ignore the fact that we just pointed out inflation in which some of these people who were sitting up on Capitol Hill could do something about, but because half these companies is in their pockets, paying some of them, we really ain't gonna see no prices go down. That's because you think and you have a generalization of, you know what the real problems are. Right. If I am naive to the bigger problems of my life and saying, well, yeah, your clothes suck. Fuck them clothes, man. Right. Like, no, none of this shit matters. It doesn't. Shit is, the, the fact that my kid can't go to school is a problem. Right. The fact that y'all kids can't go to school is a problem. The fact that we're able to talk so freely about, like, all right, well, gun violence and gun control, why are the guns? Mm, like, right. You, you, you no other countries in why? the world have the gun problems that we have here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, it's clearly a problem and you have politicians who are in denial that it's a problem and calling it propaganda yeah. after you all they happen like that's a sick ass those politicians are sick ass individuals yes. i'm sorry this is just really on my heart and i'm really riled up about it because mm-hmm. again i'm tired of having to worry about cousins who teach in elementary school who may not come home to their kids or their kids not coming back home to them mm. friends that are teachers same thing like i'm annoyed it's crazy yeah. It's crazy to to to, but you know you know who's profiting, the NRA, the NRA and the gun makers, right, and all the other politicians who's getting their pockets lined by the NRA. So y'all look at the truth of it. That's it. That's it. Like peel peel back the bullshit, and look at the truth of it. We are we are saddened by these children dying and the the lack of safety in this country. And the first reaction that people are saying is, 
I want to get a gun. I want a weapon. I want to, you know, it's defend, not gonna solve anything. defend myself. Let's arm the teachers in the classroom. That's that's Which what these we politicians damn sure don't need don't, to do. That's what these politicians the first time they saying. shoot a student, that's, it's I, a I see that happening. And exactly. I see it happening in suburbia with a white teacher and a black student that they oh might feel gosh. be disrespectful. I honestly can see you, it. Those, you already see the headlines. You yeah, like as, as a black woman, I don't know why yeah. I see that, but I see that happening. So please do not give guns to these freaking teachers, teachers because but, they but, already on edge. They underpaid. That's another they thing underpaid too. And so, right. underpaid, overworked, underappreciated, underpaid, overworked, right? So, like, so should the nurses? I mean, they, they shot up a hospital and a surgeon. Should the nurses also like? Should should I get a little? You know, a little twenty two or something for my locker? Everybody like, gonna be strapped. Somebody got a problem. Got a problem with the bill? You got a problem that, with your bill? No, that's not how this works. That's right. Just this is what we are. I, this is what I am saying though. The people who created the problem are profiting because they, how do you create a weapon and say the only way to solve this problem is also getting a weapon? The NRA is profiting. Yes. They created a problem and the solution to the problem is to go buy more of their problem. Yeah. So I'm going to challenge everybody listening to this podcast today and how we even got here to begin with. It's a history lesson. Look at what happened in the 1960s with the Black Panthers and y'all, well, the previous president, Reagan, and why we have gun laws that are made today. I'm not going to give the full story because that's the whole thing in itself. Yeah. Look that up as, and ask yourself why. Oh, my God. How do we get here today? For those who know what I'm talking about, what I'm speaking about right now, you'd be like, well, yeah, that makes sense. But I challenge everybody to look that history up. Black Panther Party. Who was in 1966, 1966, 67 or 68 um, in California when Ronald Reagan was governor of the state and ask yourself how we got where we are currently at today. That's a history lesson in itself. But in that space, let's go ahead and end this segment. We're going to take a break and we will be right back. All right, guys, so we're back, and on a lighter note, since it is Black Music Month, that's going to be our discussion today, for mm -hmm. real, for real. So all of us probably grew up on it in different genres because mainly we all come from different backgrounds, so I'm pretty sure we've heard a little bit of everything. So, like, for me, it's mainly gospel, R&B. Uh, hmm. Yeah, mainly gospel, R&B, and hip-hop, I would say. Jazz, for sure. And then all the little splinter genres offside of that. Oh, please sing it. <laughs> I'm mad they don't exist anymore as a radio station because Smooth Jazz died. Okay. Um, it did. It's actually a really good Vox video out on YouTube that explains why jazz radio died. So please go check that one out. It's really dope. Fortunate. Yeah. Because my childhood is made of Sade's sweetest taboo. Blame Clear Channel. Oh. <laughs> But, but I mean, yeah, that, that brings um, that brings the point. Like, what is black music? Like, who, what represents it? Is there anything that represents it? Is it like black people? It's not a monolith. It's made up of all different backgrounds and things. And I think so. It's influences. I mean, the beats and the rhythms themselves all come from one place. Honestly, Africa. Um, <laughs> realistically, y'all not, not gonna tell me nowhere else. And even when you delve into it and you get into reggae and reggaeton and everything else that falls underneath that umbrella, it's because of slave trade. So <laughs> it's like, it's, well, we wouldn't have had none of this nice music if it wasn't for the slave trade. I mean, but back to music, it's, it's like that. I mean, it's, that's the culture, that's the diaspora. You right. from one place, you branched out, and you take what you know. You take your food, you take your language you take your music right you know so you got that there but um 
You said background. What is black music right what now? What is black music? That I mean, is a good question. I mean, what's dominating black music right now? <laughs> if, if you have have if you go to a different country and you're like, so what's black American music? And they're like, oh, rap. Mm, what Are we talking the about the, the source material? Are we talking about the actual artist? The actual artist. I mean, what is it? What is the genre? What does it sound like? What does it feel like right now? Fuck, Every, fuck bitches get money. I mean, with hip hop, yeah. With hip hop, and then with R and B, everybody's depressed, and everybody whispers on a song. Yeah. That's hip hop and rap too. No, mm. Well, not hip hop, but rap. Okay, so yeah. it is there a difference between hip hop and rap? Right now, you wouldn't know the difference because nobody sings about love anymore. Everybody's depressed, breaking up, cheating, want to cheat, um, in situationships, in something with a sneaky link aside, right? What somebody else's husband's wife, something, an entanglement. So I'm. I mean and there's still artists out there who do make good music who talk about the opposite of everything we just said but it's far and few in between yeah, that do make much, that music they don't get the recognition they don't that I, mean, I think they deserve um so yeah. that's where i'm kind of at with that but as far as rap i don't know none of these new niggas I, don't, I couldn't tell you a Young Thug song, a Gunna song. It don't matter because they about to be locked up for life. I don't think, um, I don't think they Rico. made it. Um, I don't think they made it for us, though. I don't think the rap that we are listening to now is made for us because of what we uh, grew up on. Um, looking like old school go-go. I'm looking Right, at, for I'm, regional, I'm looking yeah. At like, like, like reggae, talking about like loving a woman versus mm-hmm. like leaving her and going you know an american or something like that or then just trying to figure out like it's just a very weird dynamic of <laughs> it's, it's weird and the weird part about it is i see everybody okay. like trusting their head whatever over here the weird part about it is the genre of music is going to reflect like the sound of the times mm. if i'm singing about love and monogamy and we should stay together and shit like that versus mm. fuck that bitch get money and get another one now we got like divorce rates and other stuff happening. I don't but know. I feel I mean, like that, people that always been people been talking about that forever. Cause let's be mm-hmm. real. You know how our parents be like, "Yo, y'all, y'all music is so nasty and so raunchy." Mm-hmm. I could pull out a whole bunch of artists from back in the mm-hmm. day. Marvin Gaye. Uh, he's not one of the worst offenders. No, definitely not. But he wasn't as subtle. Is Uncle Luke us or them? Ooh, Ooh that's Generation X, maybe. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to think. He, he was a classic I person. Mean, I look him up, by the way. Mm-hmm. He's a very classic uh, individual. You hear all these rappers quoting him now. It's There's a reason. There's a reason. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. So you got Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, who else was like that? That was kind of Somebody talking about some Doodoo Brown over here. I'm like, how do you see that? How are you <sighs> talking about some... Mm-mm. We don't talk about it. That's mm-hmm. what we hear now. Oh Look, but, but so this—that was the beginning of, you know, the what we what we've been introduced to now. Correct. You had you, you had to start with the subtlety. That's like culture. Oh, we culture can claim wasn't juvenile. We sure can claim juvenile because it was for the nine and the two thousand. <laughs> that is the year nineteen ninety nine. Right. For those who didn't know, in the year two thousand. Right. Okay, but yeah, Y2K, like, whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. So, but. That was like society. Society was much more subtle. Word you know, is. things were a little more covered. Up. Things were more covert when it came to sexuality. Yeah. And um, and a certain opulence see, huh? and things like that. What, what song do I know about oh, subtlety? Uh, SWV, Rain On Me. Yeah, look. So y'all not going to do my favorite SWV song like but that. But act like it's, it's not. Skid on. It's about getting skid on. Chant. Ask Brian Alexander Morgan, the man who wrote and produced that song. To Sometimes this day, he said it's not like it's about, the, about that 
that at all. <laughs> I yeah. thought I thought it was about the female orgasm. Oh, somebody maybe getting, it somebody, is. Somebody getting got on. Rain down Either way, on you're getting rain on. Let your love just Golden shower. Raindrops. Look, all I'm saying is rain it's a great song. Me. Sometimes it's one of it's soft, favorite like a distant rain. Right. I mean, it has a really great soul. sample. It's very well produced. I listen to music for that factor yeah. and musicianship yeah, and lyrics. Yeah, you do. So that's the yeah, reason why. Yeah. I do though, but that's the reason. what really <laughs> violence me. on the podcast. She struck um, y'all. It wasn't as bad as Will and Chris, but it was. It was oh my right. god! So <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. My parents' generation had people like Betty Wright. She made a whole song about losing her virginity. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then you got like the dude talking about I be stroking. Yeah. Smoking that but, No, that ain't it. <laughs> no, this one's like, by Clarence Carter. Stroking to the east, stroking to the west, stroking to the woman I love the best. No, but y'all niggas is nasty. Love that that was still subtle <laughs> enough. Like I be even, stroking. <laughs> like, even even, uh, even Aaliyah's uh, "Rock the Boat." Yo, rock the boat. Work the middle. Change position. She told you right. to change. She gave you the instructions. That, New position. Now stroke it for me. But that is a very good. Ballad love song. No, you no. I, I like. I like it. That's very classic. I, I was know in what, fifth you, grade, and they had we had a choreographed dance to it. That's how subtle oh, it was. Okay, that's, that's, that's the thing. That's how subtle thing. it was. Oh, no. that's what I'm saying. I, my niece tries to choreograph to one of these songs out here now by Megan Thee Stallion. It's not happening. I'm gonna throw a rock at her. Like sit down. Pebbles. Pebbles. Boom, boom, I'll tell you one thing. Boom. You're not. You're not singing no, no Uchi Wally Wally. But look, all she I'm might. saying is <laughs> Uchi Wally is one of my. Oh Lord! Deep throw my not. I focus. I focus. That's that's literally yeah. What you grew up with? I'm oh saying. my god! So so things are definitely more subtle lyrically. You talk about a stroke, unless you next look. You know what song I'm talking about? What too close? Yes. Yeah, too that's close. another one. Oh god! Look, this is so. this is black music. But I I do have to say that I am a fan of modern uh, female rappers. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what anybody tries to tell. I have my cousin. Uh, we were putting together my niece's trampoline and we were listening to music in the backyard. I think it was Meg or one of them. He, oh, no, it was uh, Lotto. Mm-hmm. And he was like, isn't it funny how, uh, you know, this female rapper try to act like they go hard? And I was like, I was like, how do you know they don't go hard? Because how do you, how do you in know? her specific case mm-hmm. with her, she had always been trying to get on. She was on the first season of Rap Game with Jermaine Dupri and them. So like she literally kind of changed her whole persona to even get to where she's at, like in a weird way. Okay, but okay. I, honestly, uh, maybe just changing what she presented about herself. I don't know that young lady's life. I'm just, but my point. To I my, followed her as a rapper. I'm, that's all I'm gonna leave it. Okay, at. that's fine. <laughs> my, my my point to to my cousin was like, how do you know? Because he just made a blanket statement about female rappers. Period. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so how do you know that females rappers? Don't go hard. How do you know anything about their life, what they've been through to get to this point? And what is your definition of hard? And do you just assume that all male rappers are about what they rap about? Get mm-hmm. out of here. Right. The only I mean, ones I fully believe is Meg and, Car- and Cardi, like, that they live the life that they really talk about. Thank you. Like, those are the only ones that I wholeheartedly didn't believe. Didn't Cardi rob niggas after she shot a stripping? Yeah, uh, that's a, that's she a very, it. That's a that's, that's look. She said, that's what I did. That's what I had to do. Yeah. Got a bag and fix my teeth. Yeah. You know? Like we saw it, but my point is, I I get the lyricism and and people are saying that you know these female rappers. What did Jermaine Dupri say? He's like these female rappers are only um, strippers that started rapping or something like that. But and see, he that's... doesn't take them seriously. And I have a Meg be rapping her ass I, I, off. She the... can step in the booth and put any nigga under. And that's six. a lot. Of, a, that's a lot of rapping right she's there. A, Yo, she's a, her, your ass off. That's a lot of. Ra- you stupid. <laughs> oh my god. 
she gets it. She gets it. But my point to Jermaine Dupree is to say, like, what is the issue with strippers that rap? The rap and beat it. The rap game is about what? It is about sex. Up. It's about no like what are the core values of sex? What do people rap about? They rap about I mean not sex, about rap. They rap about sex, they rap about drugs, they rap about um, money, money mm-hmm. and power. Who knows more about sex, money, and power than a stripper? Strippers. Thank you. So, <laughs> so who who is better to represent the Strippers rap and game? drug dealers. <laughs> like who knows more about that and who's gonna give you a different perspective? So what is your issue? Like right. you're talking about the fundamentals of a, of a But then there's two cur- sides to rap though, too. I mean because there's, there's hip hop. You can be conscientious about it though. It's right. About because one side you have Cardi and Meg mm-hmm. and Lotto, and on the other side you got Rhapsody. Same thing with the men. One side you got NBA Young Boy, Young Thug, Gunner, and all them. Mm-hmm. And then the other side you got basically all the TD. J. Cole, Carmen, J. Cole, Dreamville, Kendrick. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, this is a weird place to be at for Kendrick real. Made a whole therapy album. It's weird. He it's just did. a little bit Kendrick, something Kendrick for everybody. Made a whole Auntie Diaries album. was triggering as fuck. Um, <laughs> like listen, listen when but, you're um, mentally prepared. Was right? it Auntie Diaries? No, no, no. It wasn't Auntie Diaries. Didn't one when him and the bitch was yelling at each other the whole time. Oh. It was a good song. Um. Look, yeah. I, you have to be mentally prepared to listen to that whole album. You have to be in a good headspace. Okay. I started listening. I was like, I'm gonna revisit this. Mm. I heard a whole joint going to work one day. I think I like was like, either Rob, you okay? Are you okay? Right, that whole album like, is make you sit down focus, and think. Focus, 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 focus. We cry together. We cry, we cry together. Be like, be like, God damn, I feel like I should. But you, but but um, but you would want things that want to either touch you, you know, the way you live, or something that's going to be able to go to bring out an emotion in yes. you because it, it's those are the best music time. You don't like because listen that's to art. Yeah, you don't go and listen to music and be like, all right, I have no. Like I'm not about to listen to uh like DC Young Boy or whatever whoever Who? niggas are like whoever whoever <laughs> I don't even about. know I'm not listening to them and be like yeah I sell drugs I don't because right. it's not relate it's not, not relatable, relatable. right but, but yelling at your significant other about significant or insignificant things mm. sure that sounds pretty pretty uh relatable very but, relatable right? yeah and you're like how did we get here right. No, the end was so, relatable too. Listen to that song. You said what? Thanks, Kendrick. Hmm? What song? The end was was relatable too. That's usually how it ends. Oh. Yep. Okay. Um. <laughs> He's not giving away spoilers, but I'm yeah, right. which is cool. Yeah. But but no, you're right. It, it, but it seems like there is something for everybody within the genre of mm. rap and R and B. Yeah. That's I think mm. that's one of the great things about black music. Because like I can listen to somebody like Masego. Yes, I love Masego. Kim my Bo- birthday twin. Yeah. Ooh, that's your birthday twin, mm-hmm. Masego. Shoot my shout out there. Anyways, <laughs> um, look, you looking? I'm looking. Look. Anyways, but get it. Um, he is just a, a musician, and he blends jazz and modern music and R and B in a way that is just it's evocative. And yeah. It's, and it's it's amazing to listen to and it, it's a great message but yeah. you know but then you have someone like Jack Harlow oh Jesus who don't even know that Ray J and Brandy are brother and sister oh god bless culture him. culture the, um, well, he, he, cause how you making rap and don't know that he just anyway. came, he just came <laughs> in for the money that's like how uh, Q-Tip had to get Iggy Azalea together you mm. know and like hey no like no when from whence this thing that you are using to get rich know where it comes from and um I mean, I'm not saying that every black person knows every single thing about black music, no. Right. But at least they're like, "Hey, these are my influences." When you when you see an artist like, "Hey, who influenced your music?" and they're like, "This person and this person and yeah. this person," because of this was great, and Brandy did this, and Missy Elliott did that. Right. You know? Right. 
But that's what we're missing. And to be honest with you, that's what we're missing. And I want to say across everything in music, we're Mm. missing girls who are singing from their stomach. Mm. Literally. Like everybody sings, sing whispers. Mm. And it's like, why does everybody sound the same? The only person who's really out here sounding different that I can think of off the top of my head that is belting. Oh my God. That is belting. I got to sit here and think about that one because... Again, everybody's singing whispering. The only one who has a different voice is probably LMI. Or Thames. Um, yeah, LMI or Thames or Chloe. LMI? Oh, yeah, and Ari. Yeah. I get her pregnant. Yeah. Okay, you said LMI. How do you pronounce her name? LMI. Is it LMA? Yeah. Okay. I was LMI. Yep, LMI it is. You need to relax. Oh, my God. No, but you're not wrong. And if they're trying to rap it, Sing with yeah, at the same time. and it's like, what are y'all doing? I was listening to Corey Lee, on, um, but she's technically a rapper. But she was singing on that this song with like Fabio Foreign and, oh, and, and Queen Naja, and uh, I was oh, like, oh, no. I was like, Queen Naja can sing. She can people sing. just just don't like her. her. <laughs> but, I don't know why. Because she made that colorist comment about calling dark skin girls some word, and it didn't go over well, and people have been like holding her accountable. For she didn't call us tar babies enough, and did she? It was something that was up there with it. Well, you know what? The video is still out on the internet. Um, uh, that's the reason why to be like Queen Naja killed somebody. She really didn't. They just do it because they don't like Queen Naja. Um, I mean, she was talking about why she hadn't gotten her flowers yet and like her big um, accolades because she's been putting out music, right? Mm-hmm. But there's and there's that, that. Seven Streeter can sing too and a lot of people forget about her so she can throw down Chloe can Hallie can both throw down together and separately okay so where I we, just miss the voices I'm I grew up on them I just want them back but where we having where we having this conversation about no I was having this conversation with my sibling but mm-hmm. it was about how the industry controls who is popular and who gets heard you know it's, it it's, does it's and payola still exists as well too but people don't want to admit that one i mean it's it, called marketing but it, it's a whole nother story it's, it's the marketing is like um, all, all artists have to have a social media presence now mm-hmm. because it's about you know your influence and how you directly reach your followers and mm-hmm. that number is what is going to get you you know infamy and the the awards it's not necessarily which, your talent. The talent which is crazy as which hell is, yes like it's weird ridiculously crazy so mm. but yeah same thing with men it's not a lot of dudes who are really belting out and singing from their stomach either besides luke james he's the only person i can think of who got a heavy voice that carries uh given is he bad? Give me on. Yeah, that dude. He, he um, has, he has bass. He's he's not bad. He he's a, not he bad. A, he I has like a unique him. sound. Yeah, I okay. like him. I like Pink Sweats. I like Division. Um, who else? Some people like Lucky Days. Yeah, he's different. Okay. Um, you heard that here, so that's good. Uh, I mean, there's a Bryson Tiller. I I, um, I know no. people. Have, I don't know what everyone's <laughs> issue with Bryson. I don't really follow popular like I'm music. Bryson Tiller's the one that um the entanglement. No, no, that's, that's, that's all. Augustine. Augustine. Okay, cool. I, look, I'm, I'm actually general clarity. I'm, I'm, so there you but. go. No, he was not but, the, um, the entanglement. Trace, not Trey. Chris, Chris still out here making music. Apparently, he got an album that's dropping in July. Chris Brown. Yeah. He's Hopefully, still, it's another not another forty track situation. Cause God, I, we can't take that. Um, I have no words. What about when Chris? When it comes to Chris, like that's my personal opinion. I'm not trying I'm to sound not like a hater. Boy from he, time and he, like, he, like when when he was 16 and I was like 14 and I was you know 
that was fresh and was new and then mm-hmm. and after you matured your I'm, musical taste my, my musical taste has yeah. matured and it seems like like he stayed like kind of in a in a, in a bubble in a box yeah. and, and that's he hasn't right. changed that's, and that's scary and, and that's, I mean that's, now the nigga's 34 singing to 16 year olds and that looks suspicious suspicious I mean suspicious. that's that was his development. That might be his. No. That might be his demographic. Pretty right. Gross. Pretty gross to tape, but you know, you I say, it's I say another it. person. Who, never mind. He's definitely not singing <laughs> to the, fi- the forty, fifty, and it's sixty. Another person who had the same demographic, right? And they're locked up right now. Oh, oh my. Well, okay. Well, um, well. so um, I was No, um, that's terrible. Hope you don't have COVID. Mm. Oh my god, struggles. Um. So no, don't drop the soap. Don't do it. Oh my gosh. Let's stop. I'm sorry. We're not trying to insinuate <laughs> no, right. you know, with the knees. anything, but you know, you said Ben with the knees. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I got it. <laughs> oh no. Um. So yeah, like black. We, we music. don't. We don't make light of anything such as these at all. Okay. So. But yeah, I, I find myself listening more to older music than I do newer music now. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's nostalgia Probably. that is necessarily kicking in. That's what it is. Um, but it's just like, mm, I'd rather listen to this old stuff than listen to this new stuff. And then I do gospel every morning to keep myself calm. Okay. There you go. Praise Connect with him. your higher powers. Well, that's right. Um, so that's my thing. I hear Uncle Luke every once a week. Love. What? At least once a week. That is, that is your either, gospel? Either, that is either, your... No, my gospel. I read the Bible in the morning. Then afterwards, I definitely go directly to something ungodly gotta have oh. a balance but you ain't got no buffer in between i don't judge buffer <laughs> <laughs> in between i was raised by two church going people i need uh to have a very stern you know so put, what does that look words. like for you though because i grew up baptist so i'm used to choir gospel or right, so you 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 tend to go and think about it. so i have a uh split religious household okay Papa Jewish, mm-hmm. mom's Christian. Okay. All right, cool. So uh, we celebrate all the Christian holidays because it's my mom's house. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that. Um, <laughs> okay. But when it comes to like like the Judaic faith, like there's certain elements of like music, mm-hmm. we do acoustics, like singing stuff like that. It's cool. But the growing up music part was very um, defined. On my mother's side of the family, it's very Christian. We're gonna mm-hmm. do this Christian cookout. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna be able to be real religious. Mm-hmm. You going anywhere from? I'm living like Lala Lane Park, so you going like Daddy Yankee for a cookout with my dad's Rump, side of family, hey, or you going, Rump. or you going straight to Shaba Ranks, <laughs> or you going straight to Shaggy, or you doing? And they was like, yeah, we are gonna make some. I am blessed in there. Um, I am blessed. Yeah, you gonna, yeah, you got, <laughs> yeah, you gonna mess some of that in there, but you really gonna realize like, all right, people are just gonna go and live how they want to live, even mm. musically, lovingly. But then the aspect of how they worked was because it was like, all right, you have to be able to have some type of what's one of the eighteen C's we were talking about? Love, oh compromise, compassion. Like, yeah, leave all, me alone. all them joints. So basically, with the compromise C, one of the particular twenty-one C's. So with that C, <laughs> um, basically, it's basically it's basically about all right. You got to go and know your partner. Knowing them basically like all right, like I'm not fitting to play this raunchy music and go home to my wife. Mm-hmm. My dad's like, I'll sleep on the porch. He would. Um, my mother, she gets to a certain point of like she like tap her ear and be like, mm, "This raunchy music, I can't take it." That means turn it off, mm. not turn it down, you not turn it away, turn it off. 
Turn it off. And, play, and she probably want to want you to play what she want to listen to. And because her house, that's how, how I worked. Yes, oh, ma'am. She's but it's cool because she sense. she feeds everyone, so that's how, I mean, how I work. Our parents <laughs> influence our music though too. Absolutely. To. Like that smooth yeah. jazz, I didn't pick that on my own. That's because my mother listened right. to it on the on the drive home every night. So I feel you. What did I get yeah. from Pop? I think I got um a lot of old school from him yeah. mm-hmm. because my aunt was very musically inclined she mm-hmm. gave it to my sister and brother I didn't get none of it Oh, I just got the work <laughs> portion like okay. music turn on do something need fixed mm-hmm. sound like a pipe music get fixed it was like Bobby we're playing music why mm-hmm. are you finna because my mom was fixated on we only played that music when we were working oh, okay that's like the Saturday cleaning music. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, all right, and throw this R&B on real quick. It's, it's, it's the flow. interesting <laughs> the, the music that you know people listen to now versus back then because what they had access to in other countries is very different to how someone could just turn right. on music, mm-hmm. turn on um, you know iTunes now, and then get Korean pop in America. Yeah, which is just R&B music. Right. It's I mean, we're not gonna go there today. I'm gonna leave just, that one alone. Just, I'm gonna leave it just, alone. I mean, it's just sung in Korean. That's fine. Yeah, yeah but it's just but sung it's, in a different language. But but I mean, the, but they were also influenced. But my point being, like, if Central Africa, where my dad was, like, what they got was like Otis Redding, and, mm. and I like Otis. Redding, I love, but it's the reason behind it. Mm. <laughs> Look, you're not reason. bad. It's just, my like family it. country. I'm just sitting on a lot of it. Oh, like, he was a countryman. All right, I'm just saying music, music like that. Um, influenced my life because it wasn't very popular, or or it was so popular here that it was able to branch out to other areas Correct. of the mm-hmm. world. So that's like Fifty Cent was very popular in the '90s and um, early 2000s, 2000s because, and he made his way to Africa, and then people would base their mm. dress off of Fifty Cent, right? Because black music influences everything. Everything, that's like the literally point. how we dress, how we move, yeah, what cars we drive, our where fashion. we go. Like literally, well, sure, alcohol sure. we drink. Yep. You know, where we go on vacation. I want to go to Ibiza. Very, okay. in, very Ibiza. influential. Very I go influential. To yeah. Hello. So, Flo- get me flute out. I didn't I even. That's flute, not a word. Flute out. But because of black right. culture and music. And culture now it's a word. It's a dancery is a word because of black music. Hello. In this, I don't dancery. think it's a word. Is it a word? Mm-hmm. No. It's not uh, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Then we get yeah, our own not dictionary <laughs> because not because of it, but Urban Dictionary is now. I don't know. Yeah. I but, there were plenty of words in that joint. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, people but, reference it because it is culture. Black culture is right. American culture and culture for the world. And then you got to realize something with music too. Nothing is really original anymore. It's to the point where everything that got sampled out everything, to the point where everything's a Marvin Gaye song. <laughs> At this point, now I know his estate is probably like, let us listen to this tape, see if we want to release this song. Because his his a lot of people don't know his estate. If you mm-hmm. sample his music, I think they listen to it first and they tell you yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why Kendrick got the sample for um the joint that came out. Yeah. They they were fully behind it because I remember being on TikTok and I'm mm-hmm. like, this is Kendrick, but it's on Marvin's TikTok. And they were mm-hmm. like, yeah, don't forget to check out Kendrick's um new album that's dropping. Blah blah. blah. Oh. And I was like, oh. They, went to they the appropriate yeah, channels to get yeah. approval. Okay, Unlike good. other people who get sued for making blurred lines sound like got to give it up. Yikes. But that didn't go so well in court and the estate ended up winning that lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I think they he got added as a 
as a credited writer or producer or something. One of them too. vultures you were talking about? That's what I was heard in the front. One of them culture vultures. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a wonderful thing. Oh my God. Oh well, Lord. no. It, it was a collaboration. It was a collaboration because I don't know who to blame on that front. I mean, because Pharrell produced the song. Produced, right. I was about to say who made. Then that, I mean, that's wonderful. So that. it's just that's like, wonderful. yeah. So, like, again, everything is a sample of a sample. Um, What is it? James Brown, I think, is still the most sampled artist period between mm-hmm. hip-hop and r&b that makes sense like imagine making money while you did type of situation i don't know who get, getting them cuts them check cuts to them hopefully his family. i hope so i hope his family's getting them um money. but he's been heavily sampled but it's to the point now with production as well too like the way they sample now don't even sound like a sample it just seems like you just took the old song and like rewrote the lyrics Look, and it's just name, like do y'all my, try how many different say my name songs have i heard in the past like three four different which say my years. name like destiny child say my name destiny child say my name yes it's been sampled oh uh, lord Marlo, but ex- uh, jack did it jack jack just did it okay it's the fabio foreign summer walker mm-hmm. has a say my name um sample there are a couple i'm just saying so that's what you're saying like literally taking the same yeah words it's just the same, same melody it's not changed so like just the it's a remix to the remix to the remix right so by different artists when i when we were growing up artists would sample artists that were of our parents generation Mm -hmm. and you would have to listen to hear the sample and it wasn't always obvious that's the that's the thing about it kanye would was in the beginning yeah it's a lot of a lot of producers i want to say kanye knife dilla who else was sampling like that um, was it T Pain? Was T Pain one of them? Not necessarily. I don't want to. No, I don't no. think so. He was he was making his own. So he was he was the auto tune king. But even which like he the, didn't need the, the lesser known, the lesser known producers were still doing the um the same thing, mm. especially during that Bad Boy era. For real, for oh real. Oh my god! Like between Bad Boy and Death Row, it's like I'm samples flying. I'm probably not paying nobody. Huh? There's a story behind the Death Row one. I found out though watching something on youtube warren campbell the now gospel producer used to be one of the um the musicians who used to work with death row okay and they didn't get their samples cleared the way he explained it was they never got the samples cleared by the original artist so they would bring a house band in to play it exactly like the original song in order to get the song out so he said it's a few songs that's like that that came out like on um tupac stuff later when he had signed a death row and um a few other artists where that had happened and that's how they got around it which Mm -hmm. is crazy that's smart but, I mean, because, but it has to sound slightly different yeah, from the original. He would explain that it wasn't like 100% mm. the same. It was different enough to the point where they would not get sued. It's like you have to change a certain number of chords, like 10 That's or something. It. Yeah, make it sound a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit off. And just go about and the that. That's day. how you look. People are. Jesus stealing shit. I mean. Shit. And that's why people are litigious now. They're like, they're not playing anymore. They were like, I will sue you. Right. This sounds way too familiar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, black music, you gotta love it though. Love but it. no, it is, it is nuanced, just like the people. Right. So no, but that's why I had to ask the question. I was like, so wait, how does it look for everybody else in terms of like, because how do I put it? Because gospel music is in a way and a lot of people might disagree about this it's kind of like a basis for r&b and blues and a lot of other stuff because most people started in the church before they branched out to quote-unquote secular music mm-hmm. so like that's why i was asking for you guys what does it look like for praise and worship and stuff like that because we all grew up in 
three different religions. So I know some of it kind of overlaps because worship music is worship music. And then for others, not so much. But, yeah. It's it's still good music. I mean, I I get a lot of like acapella. I think we tried to put in an accordion one time. Oh. And uh, they said no. That's enough out of you. Look. And it's oh, recording no. out of all of my tabernacles, all, all of them, like, mm. trash them, get them out the way. If <laughs> you can't sing, get your ass out of the choir. It was like, oh, oh no. no. I mean, I feel like every church but, act like that, though. They got to be nice to the people who off tune a little bit. But they be, but they be, sang, but they be singing, imper- though. Imperfect. Okay. Yeah. Right. They be the lo- loudest and the most off key. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> growing up at Jehovah's Witness, we didn't do choirs. Okay. Um, everybody sang. Okay. Okay. Everybody got up and sang. You had your songbook, and you know you couldn't sing. You used this loud and wrong in the middle of the you all. Mm. You did your best. Okay. <laughs> Everyone did their best, and it and it came together for some and not others. But okay. I remember <laughs> the time. Look, I remember the time. The first time I went to a black church, and um, everyone wasn't just standing in their seats holding their books, mm-hmm. singing um, like we did in the kingdom hall Mm -hmm. i saw people praise dancing shouting and running up and down the hall of the aisles and really getting into the music and being touched by somebody and i was like where am i i'm in a magical i asked my mom to go back and she got offended oh my gosh she got offended (laughs) okay got you i was like i in like this was not you know somewhere I sat down and somebody was just talking to me and I was reading a book like I was actually engaged I felt something I felt moved I felt and I think it's that emotion that evoked that was evoked mm-hmm. from me that that connects you to something not just higher to your, than yourself but it connected you to your community mm-hmm. and I thought like I didn't have the language for it at the time but now knowing I'm like that's a beautiful thing and I think that's the basis for good music mm-hmm. black music touch, the foundation it. it goes back to when we couldn't you know, we was out in the field. When we could tell the master we wasn't gonna pick this. Cotton. We had to sing it, kumbaya, sing it, lament. You hear me? You hear kumbaya? <laughs> it goes. Let's get, let's get it, the fuck out of here. It goes back to the literal roots, you know. Right, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Get your ass out of here. But it, it's a blessing because my first time I saw my mom actually go and uh, like uh, speak in tongues mm-hmm. and listen. I'm sitting there thinking. She all right. So oh. everybody let me like, Miss Bobby, what's wrong? She's sick. Let's go tap her. No. When I tell you, like, she willed her arms, like, I dodged it like the Matrix. I can't. When I tell you, I was like, Whew. and it grazed my nose. I said, yeah, I'm not. Every time you she gotta gets let like them that, do their thing. I'm yes. never going there, but I've to... never seen it before in my life. Mm. There used to be a lady in my church who was getting happy like that just yeah. about every other Sunday, and I just got used to it. I'm like, she got it. You know? <laughs> she got I it. I just, just know not to sit near her yeah. if I don't right. want to have to get up and move while she is expressing herself. Right? Gotcha. That's it. That's what you had to sell yourself. Like, no. But, yeah. yeah. I was a choir kid, so it's like, what song did not sing? What gospel song don't I know? I know all the Kirk Franklin's catalog, okay. Hezekiah's catalog, Fred Hammond. Um, I can continually go, go, go. No, but that's what I was going to actually bring up um, was that go-go music mm-hmm. was actually started and founded in the church. You know, gospel music. Was it? Yeah, I want something to do with yeah. the Congos and and things like that. The band and mm-hmm. it 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 has um, gospel roots and is derived from mm-hmm. that and branched out. Okay, I learned that from my early um, 
exposure to go-go or was you at down at the go-go's i wasn't allowed to go oh i, I, I went bobby to, yeah 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 i think i went to a, a couple of go-go's when i got tricked into going to oh and then um just seeing like uh because I'm, I'm used to like backyard parties where you coming in with a basketball shorts wife beater everybody's sweating you working and you know okay cool hold up a wall shit like that oh. Chop. the fact that i've seen like no offense americans um get it <laughs> i said you know what i liked it like <laughs> get it get drums, like they was the Jamaican. drums was the drums was banging everybody moving because you know like a i can't explain like a <laughs> like a high school side house party or whatever mm-hmm. or like a hispanic skipping party like let me tell you something they get it in in you like if you come out there fully clothed like, all right she ain't working if her shoes are in her hand, like she did some, she did some work. Oh my gosh! But she, them go go, yeah, them go. She was like, I had to take my shoes off, girl. I was like, yes, yes, you did. There's a whole print in the wall missing and shit from her ass cheeks. Like it's just, it's just beautiful. Oh my god! But now go go was like, I think it was like the third time of an American party. I seen like somebody get picked up. I said, this shit a carnival. Like I like this. You said it's carnival. This shit a fucking carnival. Somebody got picked up and swung and shit. I was like, okay, okay. Oh, somebody's yeah. shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dang. And then how do y'all? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna ask a question. How y'all feel about the current state of GoGo? Um, something that uh, that uh, that is gonna stay near and dear to me, man. Because yeah. I'm gonna have my kids listening to what I did. It, in the morning, the pe- like, right. going, like all of that. It's the gonna overnight be like, gonna, scenario, yeah, because that's a real thing. It is. It is. It is. It's, <laughs> it's a real, older, it's like, a real it's thing. An You're like instruction manual. Literally, it's an instruction <laughs> manual. That's a real thing. And, and if you, you play oh. your cards right. <laughs> You get the whole thing. You you, you get the verbatim. Whole thing. Like, but the thing about it is, with that, that's going to also go back to the, like I, I, I call it like tribal knowledge from DMV area or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you know the overnight scenario, like you're gonna hit, like you're gonna yeah, hear the, the word, you're gonna click in your head. But if you go to somebody else, they be like overnight scenario. Oh, yeah. What is that? So that so, so they, they don't know. So that goes, know. that goes back to your question. You know the what the state of Google. It is regional, so it's about you know the region supporting it. And yeah. I don't know if it'll uh, if if I don't I see think it going nationally as much as people want it to go I nationally. It's it been tried as much as Wally it wants does. to go nationally. What? Wally wants. We will come back to that because. I don't. Mm. A lot of his beats, I don't feel like a driving go go no more. They're not. They're, yeah, he kind of abandoned. He'll the give sound. you a go go song. Let me be careful saying that before he find this podcast and tweet my ass and mm. then just go on me. Look, <laughs> he, he. I said what he, I said. He, um, he was a smart business. He's a smart um, business person. He wanted to go mainstream, and mm-hmm. he was like, the demographics that are listening to this music are not the ones who are um, buying. Yes, and that demographic that's buying music, unfortunately, is actually like purchasing music and mm-hmm. streaming it is led by um everybody and not just this region not just this region but also you know like um the ones that get concerts and actually buy tickets those are the, the white people yeah yeah so yeah. and that's another money. issue with so, black music and why they, it's not where it needs to be either. exactly because um, i mean if i can listen to it for free and i can't pay for a concert i'm not going to a concert right i mean no yeah. shade to anybody i would love the live experience but also not everybody can you know deliver it. deliver a live, performance. a live performance that's another thing too so but yeah and i mean so so the people who but, are who are going to coachella are you know and affording those Coachella tickets, majority are not us. Are not us. So, mm. so they're gonna they're gonna put 
act that they want to see on there on the Coachella lineup quote unquote mainstream R&B and stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah like Bad to Go Go it influences a lot of things it used to be a point with music though where it was being sampled and used the most infamous song is probably the butt Doing a by Eve, mm-hmm. but then Salt and Pepper Kid and Play also sample mm-hmm. um, Go Go. Then um, Nas sampled it as well too. Mm-hmm. Oh, skeet skeet! Everybody remember that doggone song from um, Lil Jon well, Eastside know. Boys. Well, you know that's what happened. So I mean, it has its influence on. It had to happen eventually. On popular music. Yep. And then yeah, and then you got mainstream that moves into Go Go because you got Gucci Bandana. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, a, 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 yeah. A so it's of, like their cover song. It's, it's it's. I want original go go. I'm gonna just put that out there. I I like a go go cover song. It's I'm cool. not even gonna lie because they know how to connect with people, and sometimes they make the original song better. Yeah, because hello, the go go version of hello. hello. And then what's the one song by that white girl that everybody knows the song? Of? Um, um, on a Monday, I am waiting. Yes, on a Tuesday. That's, that's the only reason why I know that song. Simpson song. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll take care of you Something real or something Yeah Something like that That's the only reason Why I know the words To that song If it weren't for that I, I wouldn't know the words Amen that's, Pieces that's, that's how Pieces, you blend, pieces uh, of me There we go That's, yeah. how, you, that's how you blend cultures man you, you, That's all in gold For my I, house I love a good culture blend You can blend cultures okay. like that I, I, good I, I we got Nella in a soul in my head. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I love a good country Over and over Crossover that, Like um, black yeah. people Like are also at the origin of country music and blues. Yep. So, I mean, um, when Lizzo said that, you know, black people created rock and roll, that's another thing. We're, if we're talking about black music, technically we're talking about all music. Yep. You know. Exactly. And then new Elvis going to show some some real insight where he was in that church yeah. out here getting it and shaking uh-huh. it. Chubby chubby. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, he was out here getting Those it. Those are the people my grandma got to see. She would tell me them stories. I got to see Chubby Chubby. <laughs> and I got to see this person. And this person and this person, what was the dude she was in love with? Yep. Jackie Wilson. Yep. Ja- your, your grandma was um, following the Lonely the band. Teardrops. Amen. No. I'm not putting that out there. I love your grandmother. Okay. I was just asking a question. Because, you know, everyone's had a past, everyone has a youth. But. You know, but she yeah, like she'll be telling me. You know, have the great stories. My grandma told us that. What'd she tell us? She she told me talking about y'all. What was it? I went to go see her. I was tired. We had hung out or something like that. We stayed up kind of late. Okay. She was like, "Y'all can't home. What time? Mm, y'all can't hang." And I'm looking y'all at her like, "Y'all can't hang." That's hilarious. Your grandmother told you, you can't hang. Yeah, this I was like, like put, "This is why I like your podcast." That you, yeah, your <laughs> huh? Your grandmother told you you couldn't hang. It's fine. I respect her. Deirdre, I would I would gave her a shot. I'm like grandma, let's go walk real quick. Come talk to me. No, oh After my this god. Bottle. Anyway, <laughs> I was just like, "Thanks, Grandma, for telling me that I'm. I need to, I guess, stay out more. I don't know. You need but to live, like, live your youth, right?" I was just like, "Okay, thank you, Grandma." Hey, Amen. <laughs> oh. That was that was beautiful. <laughs> Look, clearly, but we have we have said things about black music, you know, and obviously yeah. we don't have the the whole. Um, industry tapped and, and locked down. There's definitely some nuances that you know. There's some things that we could yeah, discuss we, and, and expound keep going upon. On. That's correct. Mm-hmm. But let's be like, what is the greatest R and B artist or and or album, male or female? Lauren let's Hill. not do that. What? She's one of my top. She's oh. one of my top. She's one of my <laughs> one of my top favorite. If, you, if I had a top ten, who you, who you say? Top ten, Lauren Hill. 
it's, it's in my top 10. Okay, top right. 10 of, She's you cool. said artists. Yeah, like, my list will start from 50 and go down to one. So that's not fair. Okay. And then from there, be like, are we talking single artists? Are we talking groups? Are we talking about like when they went solo? Right. Because like, I'll sit here and argue down some points. Like, wait a minute now. We're like, this person. Well, but, like, but, but I'm saying. That's wonderful. But people who are unique and in their own right and created their own um, way. Right. That, that's that's what I attribute to greatness. Right. Um, you know, and they're definitely like, you're Jill Scott's here in Yari's here. Right. The people who write and sing. Write and, and can sing. Do both. Who oh. are who are multi who are who are who are musicians. Gotta love Jill and Scott. Erica and yes, Erica. yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we don't have a lot of artists like that anymore. It's far and few in between. I right. wanna say the only people that Summer's up there with that. She writes her own stuff. She sings her own stuff. Yeah. Ari's she, up and there. She plays. She plays instruments. She's mm-hmm. very. She's very talented. Yeah. Ari Lennox. Ari. Oh Ari as yes. well. Mm, Ari Lennox. Um, SZA. I want to say. Maybe Doja. Lizzo, Lizzo writes her own Lizzo, stuff. Lizzo. Yeah. Okay. Um. But again, it's it's far and few in between. And then from, from on the men's side, I think it's even scarce because I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that's. I take that back. Singing and writing. Um, a good majority of the new boys started out as writers and producers anyway, okay. so that that mm-hmm. that that just negated my point. <laughs> but as far as playing actually, um, like instruments, I think that part on the male side is a little down because mm. I can't. Besides Anderson right? Pack, that's the only person I can think of. He plays drums and sings at the same time. I can't think of anybody outside of him. That that's is, in the mainstream. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, Masego right? plays Masego plays instruments, and he's yes. Forgot about okay, that. Okay, so that's two. Yeah, that's two. I mean, I think that that, like I said, like the industry pushes <clears throat> a certain look and a certain aesthetic, but there are a lot of artists out there, and the fact that you know SoundCloud and mm-hmm. um, you can self-publish your own music mm-hmm. and put it out there, but it's literally like who is reinforcing that, who's getting it out to the the media and, and right. to everyone, because there's there's so much. There, there's like a so like do I go on a Spotify? It's like Spotify, find me music. Maybe <laughs> Spotify has the best algorithm out of that's all just, of them. That's what that's why I said Spotify because Apple yeah. Music will just play the same things that I told it's it to like play. I, over you like and over. this, but I think you like this. It'll go from like look that up then. Uchi Wally to the Hokey Pokey. Not just because Uchi Wally <laughs> to the Hokey. Po- just because Uchi like, Wally Wally. Uchi Wally. Put your right foot in. Put your I right cannot. foot in. <laughs> and you like I didn't even know that those sounded good together, but damn, that sound good. <laughs> Hoochie Wally, Hoochie Wally, uh, foot in and foot out. Okay, what? So turn it all about, twerk a little bit, do the jerk too. And that's <laughs> the jerk. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, but yeah, Black Music Month, it's June. Yeah. Um, there's actually a challenge that people are participating in on social media. If you go to the Music Sermon IG page, there's literally a prompt for every day in Black Music Month mm. um, that like be like, oh, your favorite this, your favorite that, okay. which is like really, really dope. So I've been doing that as well. Okay. It's been very interesting so far to see other people participating as well too. Um, but yeah, other than that, I know. Usually we don't tell y'all what we're going to do next, but the next one is music. I'm not music. Movies in TV, black TV. Oh, crap. I mean, hooray. Yeah. You said, <laughs> what do you mean on crap? <laughs> Rob is going to have to do some homework. I am. Huh? He's going to have to do some, some We're homework. 90s kids. We literally 
Think about this. Hear me out, though. Okay. We literally went from being born in the early 90s to seeing some of the best television in between the mid-90s to, like, the early 2000s and having that dark spot and then having the Issa Rays of the world pop up and all the other black TV, creators TV pop I up. can do. You said movies. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah you get, yeah, yeah. TV, TV movies, I can do. I've been sent by three different individuals a list of movies I should watch because I haven't seen any of them. I don't understand how and, that happened um, to you. I work. I no, I even with the movies thing, like I can't even be the movies thing. Like, what happened to different. Big Mama's arm and Soul Food? Yeah, cut off, right? There was a leg. <laughs> okay. So what happened to her arm? They chopped it off too. No, mm-hmm. it had diabetes in it. I mean, yeah, technically, yeah. Yes, but that <laughs> okay, was look, it's, it's, it's also another guess. I'm just letting you know. No, just another guess. Burn butter? No. Who's burnt? cousin? Faye? Wasn't, that, wasn't that? Wait, wasn't that? Um, <laughs> she burns somebody with like a not a skillet, but like with, with uh, that's that's another movie, right? Somebody burn somebody with like, like you thinking of, that's thinking good grip, times. You thinking a grit ball with Medea? Yeah, grit ball. Oh, I thought he was about to be like, no, yeah. Mama, no. Penny getting burned with that damn iron on good oh, times. Nah, I couldn't. That's that what I thought you was about to say. That was <laughs> a hot iron, right? Where you been? She, got, she got burned by a hot iron. iron. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was, her mother was ironing the clothes. Where you been, Penny? Penny, mm-hmm. unplug that joint. Where you been? I told you to be home. No, Mama, no. Um, that's exactly how it went down. Child abuse. Sorry, child. It was. That was but a dark day for good times, okay? Very much so. I mean, we can talk about that one too, because that's that shouldn't have been a show. As much as I love the we people will, that's on shows, we will show. talk about black <laughs> shows, TV shows, and movies next time. Next time. Y'all tune in. Tell us your favorite uh, uh, black music, and then tell us what TV shows, shows you want to yeah. talk about. I'm talking know? about the evolution of TV, like yeah, from the Cosby's to the what's the other joint? Oh, like you got to go further back than that. What's the one before that? <laughs> Good times was before that. The first Julia with Diane Carroll in nineteen sixty something. I didn't put the actual year out there. I was thinking about like just the experience of people making being on like, TV, being on TV, and then like how that progressed to go forward. Because we see a lot of like Kardashian stuff and and fake they're not stuff, black. But, like, they what don't about count. they think no black dick. Look, all I'm saying is, oh, they take, um, sir, yes, ma'am. All right, but um, you know they done their job, but uh. Oh. I ain't got nothing yeah. to say to this man. What happened now? So, anyway, so yes, we'll be back with that next week. But thank you guys for hey. supporting us thus far. Please follow us on Instagram at Chill Deficient Pod, on the Twitters at Chill underscore Deficient. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot us an email for real, for real. If y'all got questions, comments, concerns, just want to talk to us, holler at us. We mm-hmm. there, Chill Deficient Pod at gmail.com as well, too. Cash out. We're not balling like that yet. But one day We get there Y'all, y'all heard it us. Y'all heard it here first We getting there We getting there <laughs> So holla at us please Wherever you listen to podcasts Whether it's Spotify Google Apple Stitcher Review Rate And subscribe And also share with some people For yeah, real man. for real Spread no, the no. love We out here But thank you guys For supporting us For real for real So this is our eighth episode And we've been holding on to it And we've been in there mm-hmm. And we just excited to For real for real Talk to y'all like Every two weeks So with that being said, I'm out. Deuces. Have a good night. Peace.